rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You deplete your essence when you cannot stop worrying about what others think of you. And you've been like this for about the last 10 years. Well, the, well, the years you remember running around pleasing everybody. I am your host, Devon, and you are listening to another episode of Center of the Sun Podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm like literally pushing my desk right now. Like, this is ridiculous. I've tried to record this so many times. That's neither here nor there. You have this weird obsession with being liked. And it's weird how you always try to minimize yourself and try to minimize criticism and try to minimize the things that people say about you. And uh, you do that because largely a lot of times people say negative things about you. And as you grew from a child to an adult, you always tried to give off the impression that you didn't care, especially about what other people in your family or your friends thought about you. But deep down, even in this very moment, you do. And I know you do. And you look for that same validation on social media, just like everybody does. And though you have limits because you're not going to wear a wig, and you're not going to have your no rhythm, have an ass up on TikTok trying to dance. You even refrain from posting thirst traps and glamour shots on Instagram. And that's not just because the trolls are vicious and willing and able to just do anything to make you feel bad. They will literally tear your ass apart. And even and even I kind of feel like I kind of feel bad because I feel like I'm reading you right now. But believe it or not, try to trust me. It's not from a place of malice. I'm just trying to illustrate my point. That's mainly what I'm trying to do right now. So I'm not one of those people that are like at your job or in your family speaking down at you. I am not trying to make you feel less than a human. I'm not even trying to give you actual advice. All I am trying to do is let you know that there are various reasons why being a human is freaking awesome. 
And there are eight reasons. There are eight things about your humanity that you need to um, pay attention to. And I know what it's like to have a panic attack every night before you go to sleep. You toss and turn for more than 50% of the night trying to formulate a plan that helps everybody stay happy except for you. So how does someone like that get over um, feeling like that? Because ultimately you do hate feeling this way. And personally, you know, there have been, there is evidence that medical interventions do work. Personally, I hate therapy. Like I hate a lot of things that are related to the doctor. I hate a lot of doctor's offices, medication, but but even though I hate all of those things, could something like medical intervention help you? Especially if you are trying to seek validation from, from social media. Is there something wrong with that? Um, could medical intervention help you raise your self-esteem by chance? Could medical intervention help you lower your blood pressure? Like we definitely know that that's possible. So could it also help you raise your self-esteem? The truth is that medical intervention rarely can cure anything, but it can help you achieve balance. It can help you as it can be used as a tool to help you achieve balance. And even balance is nearly impossible for the healthiest person to achieve. So even if you never achieve it, at least you tried. Like that is kind of the reality that I'm trying to illustrate today is that why do you feel like, why do you continuously feel like you're a waste of resources? You know, like if you know that it's nearly impossible to achieve balance, like we inherently are um, inherently we are flawed beings. I don't know. I don't know how to put it because I don't want to say like a sinner. Like I definitely don't believe that. But inherently, everybody has a flaw. So why do you continuously feel like your flaws are a culmination of wasting everybody's time? And so like you're just like constantly just like trying to make up for it. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to the people around you. And, you know, you've just been feeling extra dry and boring. That's fine. Me too. Like, you start to feel like you're just like a... Um, to be replaced. It's just that time of the year. Just like, whatever. Just like another fucking slave labor. You know, the product of some sort of like evil thing that's going on. I'm just like, I just... You're not like that. There are parts of you. And I say this all the time on Center of the Sun podcast. You are a supreme being. and You cannot be contained in this physical reality. So if you just take that little piece of information, just that little, even if you don't even believe it, like hyperbole, let's just say it's hyperbole, whatever. Like it's not even, I'm just joking, guys. Like whatever. If you take that little bit, if you take that information and you internalize it, um, you start to realize that um, supreme being doesn't mean perfect. It, always, it never did. Like, nobody said it was perfect. No one said, like, you're a perfect being and you're going to get everything right. 
Because like if everything was effing perfect, let me ask you this. If everything was perfect, nothing would die. If nothing died, like if you never lost anything, if there was no darkness to the light, then like a preacher, if there was no darkness to the light, then how would you create new things? Where would new stuff come from? If I didn't come up on here and bring my dumb ass <laughs> um, and just be myself or whatever I'm trying to do up here. Well, I know what I'm trying to do. I have a mission and all that kind of stuff. If I didn't think that it was possible to align people and institutions in a way that allowed scholars and leaders to debate in a public square, if I didn't think that was necessary and important, you wouldn't be watching me right now and there would be no variation to whatever you were about to do. So, there's variation in everything. Inherently, there are flaws. There's even flaws in the fabric of the universe. We find them all the time. Sometimes there are numbers that do weird shit. You know, there's all this stuff going on. And, it, and you know, and uh, I know it doesn't help that you're socially awkward. Like, I know that someone like me is like, it's so easy for you to say, like, whatever. Um, it doesn't help that you're socially awkward, especially when it comes to meeting new people. So I know that that is a huge barrier for a lot of people. But... Every time you step over your shadows and leave your comfort zone, you get rejected. So like, even though you follow everybody's advice and you just put yourself out there and you just like, eat it, like socially awkward, not me, like whatever. Every time you do that, you still get rejected. Like, why is that? Well, let me tell you that. Let me tell you something from a real one. Um, because as somebody who... Personally, I feel like I shouldn't get rejected. I do all the time. And what I realized was that it was a few things. Um, mainly, it was never me. It was like, mainly these people are something wrong with you, girl. Uh, mainly, it was never me. Um, but uh, it was because of where I live. So it was my environment was was a hindrance. Um, I just didn't live in New York City. I didn't live in Washington, D.C. Like I didn't live in city centers where there were like where there are people to. And I'm talking about like dating or friends, like people that I would like want to hang out with on a regular basis. That's why I'm with you, because I don't. The people that I want to hang out with, I already pissed them off too much. So anyway, uh, that's not a hindrance. Uh, shut up. Shut up. Um, but, oh, I realized that it wasn't me. So like so like say if we just take dating whatever. You know, like, I just keep putting myself out there like, oh my God, <laughs> I don't know why I keep making that, <laughs> making that voice. Oh, but I'm just imagining myself like in the grocery store. Cause that's where I see the most handsome fellers. Um, but especially around like seven o'clock at night, I don't understand why that time between seven and eight, I walk through Kroger and I'm like, <laughs> like, where did you guys come from? I'm like literally, hi guys. Like, ah. but I feel very awkward because it just feels out of place. It doesn't feel like these people are real. So I just tend to, to keep my distance because I'm like, what the fuck? I don't even understand. I'm trying to understand like why there is a surplus 
of just like very handsome businessmen at between seven and eight o'clock at night at Kroger in my part of town. So, um, but I realized that the grocery store is not somewhere I really hate shopping. So like the grocery store is not a place where I'm just be like, hey, like I want to get in and out. I never, I hate shopping. I buy all my shit online. I probably should go in the store and try it on, but I just don't, I don't care, whatever. Um, I hate shopping. So especially grocery shopping, I hate looking. So when I'm having, like, I'm looking, I already hate shopping. I'm already impatient. And then like a dude comes by and I'm just like, fuck, I didn't shave. You know, like there's so many factors going on. And, um, but that's where I only like, that's where like the men are concentrated. So I, I get pissed, but I get pissed because that's where they are only. And there's never like anybody like on the street or like anywhere that I am, there's regular relaxing all cool shooting some people outside the school. They're never where I, where I'm at. So I'd be like real mad and shit like that. So I realized that it wasn't me or that it was me that I was always pissed because I realized that it was a few factors that it wasn't me for one and that for two, it was my environment. And for three, it's the region. It's basically the region in which I live. And so I just have to either change where I live because most people move to bigger cities and stuff. Like most people move out of the Midwest and I chose to stay or I was like, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't leave like everybody else could. So generally you make it work because it's not that, it's really not that hard to make friends. And, you know, you have some friends like I, you know, we all have, everybody has like a friend or something and you have a few friends, but they also, but they all have someone, you know, they have to get above you. And that is what pisses me off. Like, that's why I don't really like, that's why I'd be over here by myself because what I'm not is like a second choice. Like I want to be, I don't know, respected in a different kind of way. And for people to be like, Oh, after like an afterthought, like it's kind of like disrespectful to me to be, to be thought of as an afterthought. So I tend to only surround myself with people who are just like attentive and stuff. Cause I'm just like, it's really disrespectful and people don't really don't mean it especially on dates and stuff. Like if I kind of see you spacing out and looking away, like either you have ADD, which you need to go to the doctor and get treated because I don't have time. Or you really are just like a disinterested or like there's something about me, but your body language is speaking volume. So if you ever gone on a date with me, whatever, I don't care what the issue was. Um, I'd rather be confronted about it. <laughs> but people just kind of just like drift away and just like disappear when like whatever but you kind of realize that it's not you. It's more so the environment in which you're living and the people you're surrounding yourself with are just not the same match. They're just not your vibe. And I'm a very like high energy person or whatever it is. So it's really easy sometimes for me to feel like I'm wasting my day. And so I know like, I know a lot of people waste their day specifically by like laying in the bed all day and kind of being on Twitter. But sometimes just getting up just seems very, very hard. Um, getting up seems, sometimes it seems like it's not worth it. Um, your your bed feels like the only 
safe space and the only warm, familiar thing, you know, right now. Like, and you don't really know what to do about that. Um, if you have anybody that I could date, you know, like, please. No, I'm just literally kidding. I'm the most difficult person to date. That's really my issue. But I'm not difficult. I'm just like, refuse to compromise. If that makes me difficult, then I'm just like, bye. I'm like, F for you. But it kind of, you kind of get to the point where you don't really know what to do. And you don't know how to make your own life better. You don't know how exactly to change yourself in a way that would make people want to spend more time with you. Like, how do you become not an afterthought? How do you start not feeling like a waste of space? Like, I hate feeling like that too. And I feel like, you know, sometimes I want to like, you know, have thoughts of like disappearing and like, blah, you know, like I just want to like disappear and like nobody knows. Like I was bet that'll show up, you know, cause that'll show up. That'll, that'll, um, kind of like, uh, kind of being these ultimatums that we give people, but it's not fair to anybody. And it's, that's, I think it's illegal to do that. Uh, you don't really know how otherwise to change your life in a way that would make people, you know, more inclined to like get up next to you, hug you, kiss you, touch you, call you, um, check up on you on a regular basis. Like I know I'm really bad at that. Um, but that's not because I don't want to do those things. It's just like people, it's not how I interact with people. People interact with me like that. Um, and even if they did, like, that's not how I interact with people. Like, I haven't never built that habit. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? Just be like, you know, like, how do you just build that habit? So it's one thing to want to change yourself in a specific kind of way. Uh, it's another to really not have the capacity to do it. So I want you to like tread lightly when you make these life changes. But looking around, you feel feel like hmm, how do you explain it you know it's like you want to fit in but you kind of just feel like you're just like a void like you're the void like you fit in but you're the void you're the background of the reality um it, it has its purpose but it's not that girl and you want to be that girl and if you're a boy i mean just hyperbole we're just talking we're talking hyperbole like <laughs> kidding uh but you don't know how to like undo the feeling of like the void and you know if you let me let me let me just let me just pose a question let me just pose a question if you were happy where would happiness come from so like if you were going to start trying to fill that void with something that's not drugs it's not alcohol not out al not alcohol uh, and everything in moderation, whatever. But if you're gonna, if you were going to seek happiness and find it, where would it come from? Why does wallowing in pain feel moderately comforting, or marginally more comforting than being in pain, or like the pain itself? Like wallowing in the pain is a is marginally more comforting than the pain itself. Um, the like process of like maintaining it um it starts to become comforting 
why can't you why can't you will your happiness from thin air like why is it not why is it not as easy um why is it not easier than just willing it from thin air and I think it's coming I think a lot of your feelings are coming from this false notion that you're being lazy or that you're a waste of space or like you're a void or you're a waste of resources. Maybe you feel like your life has been handed to you and you have no purpose and like, I'm just here and whatever. Like, are you actually taking it for granted? Are you actually wasting space and wasting resources? And the truth is that you are afraid of anything that presents a slight change in your life. Uh, you, I just want to speak like real frank right now. Like a lot of times our perception is our reality and we create the conditions for our pain. And we, that process of wallowing in it is a project. It's something to take our mind off of whatever. So we try to maintain it. And that's where people get like addictions and stuff from. But it's all in an effort to keep something or stop something from changing or stop something from um, frightening you. And you tend to remember this, especially when you're at your lowest point. And every time you think you found that lowest point, you find that you can go even lower. And then you go there. and You feel like you've lost all of your friends again. Well, you do have a few friends. You do maintain a few friends of some of the real ones. But their distance literally and figuratively because of you and your antics or whatever the hell you, how, however the hell you characterize yourself. And I know that you literally feel lonely and invisible. But you're not alone. And there is help. There is a way to methodically capture the joy in your life. And there are eight things that you can look at. And there are various federal agencies and there are various smart people that can direct you in the right place. But I have a book here. It's called Creating a Healthier Life, uh, a step-by-step guide to wellness. So there is an agency called the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. It's a government agency, and they have all kind of stuff. They have all kind of different programs and stuff that you can go help you get into therapy, whatever, if you're really struggling out here in these streets, and especially if you have no money in the United States. Uh, you can use this as a resource to access all kinds of services, but that's not why I'm saying that to you today. I'm actually saying that because... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. They created a step-by-step guide to wellness. And there are eight dimensions of wellness. Let's run through them, but I dropped the paper so out of order so that doesn't help me <laughs> if I can't fucking read it um <laughs> it's, <laughs> I'm just like this episode I'm about to I'm about to quit it honestly it's not even cute it's just not cute and luckily the only reason why I can confidently sit here and watch this is because or the only reason I can confidently sit here and talk about this is because I watched a very informative video about this. And so there are eight dimensions of wellness and, you know, there's all kinds of stuff going on. And if you're feeling invisible and lonely, if you feel like you're distanced from other people, don't forget that you're a human. So it is, it's normal to feel like that, but it's also normal to feel, it's also just as normal to feel like you're in a collective. So what's the first dimension of wellness? So if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling like a piece of crap, if you're feeling like a dark void, the first thing you should do is care for your physical dimension of wellness. So caring for your body, trying to stay healthy now and in the future. So how do you do that? The first thing you need to do is get you some Moroccan Magic Lip Balm. It is so good. The rose. First of all, it smells so good. Rose was not... I didn't like rose when I first got it. Like the smell of rose perfume. But now, like I want it on my mouth. Like get on my mouth, rose perfume. Ah! Um, But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Physical wellness. You need to be doing at least mm, 30 minutes of cardio every single day. And if you can't do it every... No, you need to be doing it every single day because you're not going to do it every day. So at least you'll do it once a week or something. At least you'll like want to do it every day. So strive to do at least 30 minutes of cardio every single day. And that's not for vanity. That is literally because you need to push the blood 
through your body once a day for 30 minutes and you have to do it at that rate. Like you need to push and what it does is it pushes all the fats and stuff through your blood. So it keeps like everything cleared out and you want the, you know, you want the pumping to go. Um, I remember, I think on this show, I can't remember if we talked about like how the heart is not actually a pump. Like we don't actually, your heart is only strong enough to pump blood, like kind of like right here, but it's not strong enough to pump it down there and, you know, down here. And it's because your body is like a fucking vacuum sealed, whatever the hell vacuum thing. And basically your blood is constantly falling through your body. So at any point, your blood is actually falling through your body. Um, it's going in wherever direction. And, but it's all enclosed. It's all enclosed and it's all sealed off and it's all separate. So you think that the blood is being pumped one way and that way and it's actually not. So you need to, you need to do cardio every day um, for at least 30 minutes to push it through your brain, really to push it through your brain. So, and this will help you prevent Alzheimer's. That's really what it's going to do. Alzheimer's and aging, it's going to, when you have a mental illness and when you continuously think of yourself in a bad light, in a bad way, like I'm bad to the bone, um, what you're actually doing is you're aging yourself a little bit faster than you normally would. And being a human is a privilege. You're a supreme being. You cannot be contained in this physical reality. Therefore, you can leave it at any time. But that would kind of be anti the human. <laughs> It'd be like anti you. Um, don't do the opposite of your objective. It is to occupy this body, however hard it is, and is to learn the lesson so that you can die and then go do whatever the fuck you're supposed to do in the future, damn it, or in the past, or wherever the hell the dimensions are. Speaking of which, the intellectual dimension. That is another dimension that you should be taking care of. So once you have done your cardio, I have a text here from the National Institute of Health. They say that growing intellectually, maintaining curiosity about all there is to learn, valuing lifelong learning, and responding positively to intellectual challenges, you should be doing that. You should be listening to this show. Like literally this show exists because... I just like learning new stuff. I just like it. I don't know. I'm just so curious. I'm like, what is going on? No, but um, I'm just a curious person. And I value lifelong learning and not like being in school. I am a terrible student. But I actually value debate. I value discourse. I value communication. I value learning and sharing and caring and la la la. And you're also supposed to be able to take constructive criticism and Change, you know, and be a come up, become a better person. Expanding knowledge and skills while discovering the potential for sharing your gifts with others. So, learning how to play an instrument or type or language or a sport. No, not a sport. That's physical, intellectual, your brain, your smarts. Learning something new about aircrafts or about ships or about anything, a trees. I just literally saw a Canadian warbler. It was lime green. It was so pretty. It had a black necklace pattern on its neck. Um, it was so odd. I had to look it up immediately. Like Ohio birds, like why is there a lime green bird in front of me? 
And, you know, so that is an example of something that you could take up. Basically, you got to do what you did when you were five, small hand movements. So whatever you do intellectually, like make it like a fine hand movement and you're Gucci, you're Gucci. Okay. The emotional dimension is the next dimension. And the National Institute of Health says that you should be understanding and respecting your feelings, your values and attitudes. So what are you need to sit down? You, you, you just ran, came back and read a chapter out of a book. Now you, you're just kind of sitting there like, oh, I'm born. Like, like, what do I do next? You need to sit there and you need to be like, how do I feel right now? You need to be, you need to be scanning your body. You need to start practicing grounding. Practice a little bit of grounding. Scan your body. Move your attention from top to bottom, in and out. Imagine your organs. Imagine your heart and your bones and your brain. Imagine yourself in its capacity. And then you'll start to formulate what is most important to you. So your values. Who do you value the most? Who's closest to you, if anybody? Nobody is closest to you. How do you start valuing yourself so you don't feel alone? How do you start building a new attitude towards yourself or towards the people that are close to you? Say you got a smart Alec. You are smart Alec. You just love snap being sassy and saying smart Alec stuff to your parents. Like, no. You need to be understanding because one day. One day, you're going to feel what that's like. And I'm guaranteed you're going to take heed when the time comes. But calm down. It's fine. Uh, appreciate the feelings of others. This kind of goes with that. What you do affects other people, whether you like it or not. You ever, like today, like my door is broken in my car, so I got to like, I got to like put my hand around and like, or like that. And people always be watching me, but I'll be like, dag, bruh. But it, but it gets me thinking like, damn, like I be really in my own world, worried about my own thing. And people really be in their own world, but they're experiencing me. And whatever I'm doing in that moment, they're experiencing that. And I can affect them in some kind of way. So I can either, so I'm always cussing out the air, you know, I'm just mad at everything. This Today, I've just been angry. But you start to appreciate the feelings of others because you start realizing that everybody's in their own little universe and your actions have infinite possibilities in their reality because we're all kind of managing our own selves. So um, how do you manage your emotions? A lot of people cope um, with talking. I know I love talking, but a lot of people don't like talking. Um, a lot of people don't like hearing venting and stuff like that. So, like, do you have a mechanism of therapy or something like that? Um, also, medication. How can you incorporate medical interventions into your wellness plan, into your dimensions of wellness? Um, so, another big thing about the emotional dimension is just, like, filling up your life with all of the shit that you love. Like, oh, my God. Like, it got me thinking, like, um, who was I watching on YouTube? Like JoJo and James Charles. I don't even know. But basically JoJo did a makeover with James Charles. And 
it made me think about like how she's just consumed with glitter and the reason why she does it she says is not is not because of the gimmick she just really effing loves all of this and another point about that is that like when you do the stuff that you love and not the stuff that you think other people would say good thing about like when you do the stuff that you love other people see that authenticity and they're actually attracted to it so it's always in your best interest to do things that you love because first of all you don't want to get stuck doing shit that you don't like secondly you um are going to be better at it and you're going to be like more enthusiastic about it so other people will be attracted to it so you're going to be ultimately more successful and even if you were never successful you're still going to feel successful because um you did something meaningful so i'm going to grab a quick beverage oh better freaking sync up and everything but ooh so I'm getting a beverage, Ryan guys. I have it on. I have it. On, I have it on manual focus, so I don't know if it'll zoom. Cheetah. Um, but I'm going to drink a beer because I need a drink right now because we're going to talk about spirituality. Two times for the two times. It's just a beer. Speaking of which, so before we talk about spirituality, actually, this is really funny. In preparation for the show, in preparation for the show, I often go to work. I'm just like, oh, what am I going to talk about on the show? Like, what am I going to do, guys? And I try to think about all the things that are valuable to me. That if I was like 16, like what would I say to myself? And so sometimes I just like type into the computer like spirituality and I just like filter it by different um, academic, what is it, disciplines and I filter it by different topics or something like little, I don't know. But like say like spirituality as a dermatologist, like there are huge, there's a huge database of just stuff where you can just like filter it. And it's just very interesting to find things. And I found a, I found a story. No, I didn't find a story. Duh. I found an article because I wanted to tell the story. I found an article from um I don't know a scholarly a scholarly article a peer reviewed journal I found an article about meditation and it was about um I found actually I found a few articles and one was about like being old which actually got me on uh being or having mental illness because what they were finding was that people who first of all like there are not a lot of old people with mental illness because they die in their 50s and that's why probably they get dementia because it's like that's the last hurrah they got anyway. But um, and then there was another article, but but basically the one about old people was that 
we know that old people have mental illnesses. We know that a lot of people died and they died because they were not taking care of these eight dimensions of wellness. And so the people that lived got a chance to do a survey and say, like, if I were to die to tomorrow, I would really wish if, like, someone would have told me to take care of my spirituality before I was going to die. So people really, real people really created this. But basically, I saw a article in a peer review journal about meditation. And basically, they were just, like, comparing two groups of people, people that meditated and people who did not. They had several metrics. And I didn't even, I have the paper somewhere. I mean, they looked at complete health. They looked at various things, including your chemistries. Like, they looked at everything. And then they took, they took surveys. They did a bunch of stuff. What stood out... And, you know, like meditation, of course, like meditation works. The people that, um, the people that meditated were generally healthier or whatever, but they also were generally white women too, middle, middle class white women with access to healthcare because the route to which they got to meditation, the route through which they were introduced to medication, to meditation, sorry, was through the doctor because it's being integrated in, in health. Eastern practices are being integrated in Western health practices. Uh, it's called integrative medicine. And one of the things that stood out was that the um, everybody was healthier, but the one metric that I just didn't understand, they just casually slipped it in there, was that they the people that meditated, which I do meditate sometimes. I think I did yesterday. I do when I need to. I don't do it because I just want to. I do it because I literally, I feel like 14 voices are talking to me. And if I just shut up for one minute, it would be like, and then, it, and then it does. And then I have clarity and it's fine. But the people that meditated were generally healthier across the board, except for they drank. And I think smoked cigarettes more or something like that. Um, but they were like, healthier but like they still drank a lot i don't know it was just weird so i was just like okay well like everybody's striving for balance like nobody is even doing anything really unless you go live on a mountain with a monk like even then you still could you still do psychedelics like you're still getting high like what girl so i don't know spirituality and drinking seem to be linked because it's like it's too much it's like you need something but you don't want to be like wasted you just take the edge off so finding your purpose is stressful i mean like i know for a fact it was a solar eclipse you know like kind of us looking up and being like wait bitch i'm like a microscopic speck bitch like i am Nobody, bitch, but I am, like, so much. Like, I am nothing, but I am the most. Like, how the fuck did I get here? It was just, like, when you start looking at the world and the sky, you just be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, oh, my God. We are really on a planet. Like, we are really on a motherfucking planet up on this bitch with a motherfucking sun and shit with aliens running around and shit. Like, we are here, baby girl. Uh, but you start looking at the world. Sorry. You start looking at the world, trying to find your purpose, trying to find who values you, find, trying to find meaning in your life, 
with or without organized religion, like that is your path, not mine. No one's path is wrong. We know that from from this show too. Like you can have all the religion in the world and still be wrong. And you can have no religion and still be right and vice versa. Like, no, I believe everybody is saying the same thing. Um, any way you cut it, any way the cookie crumbles, somebody is going to be like wrong or right. Like that's just the reality that we live in. And we need to start actually seeing where we, is the commonalities because it's the commonalities is where we actually pull power. <laughs> power, my power, my power. Spiritual dimension of wellness is very powerful. And sometimes you need a drink to take the edge off. I do not advise it. Like I need you to not drink. <laughs> like please don't drink. But if you need to, take the edge off with one. Or two. Or three. But three is not even that bad still. Just don't be out here being an alcoholic because you're going to start diminishing your body's natural ability to heal. And then you're going to age faster and then you're just going to be, you're just going to die at 50 anyway. So don't do it. It's not cute. Don't follow my advice. Anyway, vocational dimension. So we talked about the body. We talked about the spirit. We talked about the emotions. We talked about making sure you relate to people uh, in terms of appreciating their feelings, but the social dimension is separate and it is involving overall healthy relationships. Like, do you have the set of like relationships? Like you have your parents, you have your family. And if you don't have them, like, did you have them at some point? Like, um, and if you didn't have anybody, like, who did you have? Who was your chosen family? Like, who was your whatever? Like, if you got kicked out or whatever, like, who was your, like, gay uncle? or You know, like, do you have a healthy relationship? Who can you, if you had a, a fatal illness today, who could you call for support? Um, you need to foster that. Even if it's just one person, foster that. Even if it's your fucking dog, um, practice with the dog you know, and then move on to a human. But um, do you enjoy being with others? If you don't, why not? Resolve it. Try to resolve it. Figure out why you don't like being, you know, maybe you just don't like those people. Maybe it's the region. Maybe it's just like dot, 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 like change up, change it up a few times. Maybe you can only stand to spend five minutes. Spend the five minutes and excuse yourself. I'm the sleepy friend. I always fall asleep. It's fine. People still hang out with me, even though I fall asleep all the time. It's fine. Um, but, you know, contribute to your community. If you don't like hanging out, go do something serious. Go be, you know, a volunteer at some point or at some place or whatever it is. So mind, body, you know, emotions, body, social connections, spiritual dimension, um, intellectual dimension. So far, we've talked about those few things. The next thing is vocational dimension. Like, do you work? Do you participate in something that provides you with like meaningful satisfaction? That's kind of part of that social dimension. It's because generally people work with others. And um, work is one of those things that's just like, Oh, I don't want to go to work. You know, like, 
oh, whatever. But actually, at the end of the day, you're like, wow, I'm really glad I came. Like, my day is... When it's filled up my day, like, I feel like a, I feel like I, um, you know, I did something meaningful with my life, and I feel like my life is enriched. And that really kind of hits home when it's in line with your values, you know, in line with your being, with the core of your being. Like, if you get a chance to do something you love at the core of your being, do that thing, foster that thing. Like, if you're feeling like a void, if you're feeling alone or whatever, go find a good job and go foster it. I mean, it's not going to fill the void, but it'll get you closer to this package of wellness that you're like envisioning. Um, and almost, we're, we're almost done. So we have fi- the financial dimension. I mean, this is really hard for me. <laughs> this is really, really hard for me uh, to like save money, but just like understanding money, um, understanding this, this system of money, understanding you just that it's, you know, if people talk about how money's a myth, figure out why money's a myth. If someone calls you a neoliberal, go figure out what a neoliberal is. You know, like there's always, there's always something to learn, but it, um, our world revolves around money. And I guarantee you a lot of your, issues would be resolved if you just had a little bit more information about how the world worked i guarantee you so to end on this um you know just like my dating life or whatever it is um the environment dimension very important and the national institute of health they say that you know understanding how your social natural and built environments affect your health and well-being that's very important you should be aware of the unstable state of the earth and the effects of your daily habits on your physical body. So, you know, when you start taking care of yourself, you in turn start taking care of the earth and you start looking around like, wow, the birds really, we really killed 3 billion birds in North America. Wow, that's really fucked up. Like who has the right to do that? You know, and those weren't the birds we ate. So there were even more than that. So, um, you know, you should you just be aware, you know, you are a supreme being. We were given this planet to live on it, not to destroy it. Like, you're not the owner. Like, get out of here. You're not the owner. Get out. You know, whatever. But, um, yeah, if you're feeling, you know, a little distance from your family, a little distance from your friends, if you're feeling like you are just so a paper bag full of air. Look at these dimensions of wellness. The, the, the government has it all up on the public domain. Like it is right there, girl. It is the eight dimensions of wellness. Look it up and don't look up it on YouTube because everybody has their own interpretation of it. Look it up from the government website, .gov. It has to end in .gov. But anyway, let me know your thoughts. I'm getting sleepy. This beer. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Devon. Send your thoughts to host at centersun21.com, you know, here at the Center of the Sun podcast, we are attempting to align ourselves with institutions and people that can create a reality that is more just and more cooperative and more motivated and more all of these things because we want to maximize our footprint. We want to maximize our voice. We want to be the girl who can impact the decision makers. We want to be the girl who can get the job done while respecting the views of all um, non-governmental, independent, and, you know, non-political research and uh, dissemination of such. So um, join the unit. 
Visit my blog, Devon.org, D-V-A-U-G-H-N.org, or you can just send me an email, host at centersun21.com. And I just want to just say one thing. Thank you for listening. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. For only $1, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, remember it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go. 